Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wigella, and I'm joined for the third time from... <laughs> Sorry, this is our second time recording this, and I'm just laughing at myself because I messed up the audio the first time, but Joe McNavich is in the house. Joe, welcome back. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the second time now. <laughs> and actually, I believe uh, it's not. We're splitting a six-pack of cider. Yeah, it's not beer today. We are doing cider because, of course, Joe is on the pod. He is one of my guests. I have two guests that refuse to do beer on this podcast. Who's the other? The other one is Jordan Lang. It's not that he refuses. It's that he always brings over this nasty-ass kombucha stuff, kombucha wine that he makes, which, you know, yeah, I hear it's good for your gut, but, you know, it tastes disgusting, and there's always, like, little mole or scobies in it. So, Oh, my gosh. Shout Sounds out to you, though, putrid. Jordan. I love you. Thank you for my logo, and thank you for my Well That Sucked logo. <laughs> Sounds putrid. <laughs> yeah, it's strong, too. I usually get... I mean, I'm, I get pretty drunk on these, but I get really drunk whenever he brings his shit. Cause it's like, I, I don't know, probably like 10% sometimes. True, and I guess it's not, it's just a bottle of wine, right? Yeah. And so you brings, just eyeball it, you know, it's yeah. not like a defined amount. <laughs> right, and you know, if I ever finish it too early, I can just pour a little more, because he right. brings over three big, like, wine bottles full oh, of the shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a lot, but, yeah. you know, um, love the conversations I have with Jordan. Don't love this stuff he makes me drink, but, you know, whatever. He's getting better. He's starting a company. Um, uh, how are you? How was your weekend? Weekend was good. Other than a, sh- I guess, shout out to Dylan Wagella beating me in fantasy football. So uh, that was not that was a negative. But besides that, it was good. Yep, I had a good week. I won in my two leagues that I care about, and I'm still winless in my dad's league, which I really don't care about. But that's what happens when you draft Michael Thomas this year. Yeah, it's been unfortunate. <laughs> you know, injuries happen just unpreventable. You know. Did you do anything exciting besides uh, watch football and stuff? Uh, well, I went golfing. You know, oh, yeah? Trying to get that fall golf in before the uh, end of the season. Yeah, how long How long does fall golf usually... You can go into November, right? Yeah, I mean, technically, some people do December golf if it's warm enough. Mm. I always stop at the end of October. I never golf in November. Got you. Smart, because uh, I'm already done, because I'm done with that. <laughs> golf trip is uh, the cutoff for Nick Golf trip is the cutoff, baby. It was a fun golf trip, but um the golfing part of it was not what i like <laughs> right yeah you're there for that the, the ambiance we'll yeah say. we'll say the alcohol but <laughs> just like why i have this podcast but um uh yeah it, i mean it wasn't very encouraging that at the last day of the golf trip everyone and their scrambles are finishing like maybe plus one plus two or under and me and my brothers and my dad finished plus 11 so <laughs> yeah yeah or maybe yeah i guess you got you guys could go with that team uh your first day golfing so then it's like it can only get better instead yeah. of the you know the cluster at fuck at the end right <laughs> but anyways joe what are we drinking today nick we have it looks like a rainbow seeker pineapple and sage hard cider from blake's hard cider and this is, I believe, the first Blake's Hard Cider and Company beer or cider we've had on this podcast. Now, is Blake's from Michigan, or is am I supposed to know what Blake's is? Or I don't know, but it's 5.5%, so it's pretty light. It says, craft it with love. Let this pineapple paradise in a can take you on a tropical ride with hints of sage. This balanced semi-sweet hard cider is impactful in more ways than just quenching your thirst. And it is made in uh, Michigan. Armada? Is that Arma- Armada? Armada. So maybe. I don't know. Where's Armada? I have no idea. You're talking to the wrong guy. I think it's probably somewhere up slightly north, maybe. I'm questioning the, the, the hints of sage in this. I feel like that's going to not be good, but we'll see. We're going to find out. Cheers, brother. That's not bad. It tastes no. like a cider. 
Yeah, it tastes kind of like a cider. I honestly didn't get much pineapple there, but maybe it was just the first sip. I don't really know if I know what sage tastes like that much. I thought that's just something you burn to get the demons out of your house. Beer number one, sport. Do people cook with sage? I feel like isn't sage like something with like turkey and Thanksgiving? Um, I feel like it's... Fuck I, if I know. Okay, well, I feel like <laughs> sage is like a Thanksgiving thing, but I could be way off. I think we'll leave it to the witches. Um, uh, But anyways, on to sports, where the NFL is facing another potential outbreak from COVID-19, threatening to postpone more games and to really put a halt to this season or something, a worst-case scenario. Yeah, I would say a halt would be by far the worst-case scenario. The the rescheduling seems to be a problem to me when you're thinking of it with the bye weeks going to be eventually eliminating teams. They won't have a free pass, I guess, to reschedule. So I have no idea what the NFL is thinking. Yeah, because the Tennessee Titans had two more players test positive, and they had their first players test positive like like a a week and a half ago by now. Yeah. And um, uh, if people are just now, like, becoming positive, unless they've been out in contact with people but i'm assuming they've been i don't actually i don't know if they've been quarantining but i mean they haven't been doing any physical football activities supposed to, mm-hmm. you know supposedly with the teammates or anything but you know out on daily life routines you know they could be you know getting it at a you know grocery store i guess if they're going out yeah i don't know or, i mean i think people are speculating that it's probably from like their the people they roll with like their inner circle and them going out and doing stuff and right hanging around like with like girlfriends or you know women of the night i don't know (laughs) true you know but i just i you know i just wonder like what the nfl is thinking like if no you said no one tests positive when we were talking earlier Mm. the rest of this week they'll play sunday you think um i mean all right well let's start with the easier situation in the patriots because there's only cam newton and stefan gilmer who are not even arguably the the two most important people to the patriots yeah their team um, if they're somehow the only people that have tested positive on the Patriots by the weekend, I think they'll play. Considering they played, they just moved their game one day back and still played. That's when, true. So, turns out that might not have been a good idea after seeing the post-game uh, meet and greets the players have with Stephon Gilmore being right up in Patrick Mahomes' face. Yeah, I mean, and obviously you just wonder, you know, when was Gilmore positive? You know, did he not show symptoms? And honestly, he says he's asymptomatic. Did he, you know, did he have it and just didn't know when the testing, you know, takes a few days or whatever? Was right. he out there playing? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how none of because the, the Vikings played the uh, the Titans that the week the Titans all right. came positive, but none of them got it. So That's true. Seems like you know being outside is a very big help in uh, not contracting COVID, or maybe football is not as transmissible as we would assume because of how much contact there is i don't know yeah i mean I which mean, doesn't make sense to me but <laughs> i mean there is a lot of contact but you think you know i mean other than the breathing mm-hmm. that you know almost most of the players nowadays wear gloves yep. and uh, you're assuming if they're wearing the gloves they're not touching their face necessarily with the gloves on i mean obviously they're taking their helmets on and off though and stuff so god knows realistically Right, you know, I worried about the offense and defensive line going right up against each other because that's yeah. like, oh yeah, or like football scrums, like you know, yeah, I, I don't know. Miraculously, the Vikings are clean, but we also had a a Raider test positive, um, and do we have anyone else besides Gilmore and then more Tennessee players. Uh, I think maybe some staffer for the Patriots too, but I I could be wrong on that. No, that's not that's not looking but good. Then. I I don't I can't be sure on that. I'd have to look that up. 
I mean, if if this ends up um, like infecting the Chiefs too, like imagine being the Chiefs and like if you're like being all COVID safe and whatnot, and then you get this from the Patriots because the NFL made you play the game, like yeah, that'd be so shitty. Like if Mahomes gets this, that's like, I mean, I don't I don't know how long it's gonna sideline these people because COVID reacts everybody differently. Yeah, right, and you know, and of course, I think you you know for their protocols you got to test negative multiple tests in days in a row you know yeah. i mean they didn't it doesn't make it sound like cam newton's playing this weekend no even he, sh- so, he, he shouldn't um uh, so i mean when you're talking yeah i mean you're talking people sitting out multiple weeks mm. and stuff i mean it's understandable right you can't be putting people at risk but the nfl what they should do i to, out of precaution i think like because they have the flexibility in their schedule like you know you can not play the pro bowl you can um, – I don't even think they will play a Pro Bowl because why would you play a Pro Bowl? No. So, like, you can just not get rid of that two-week period between the Super Bowl, and you can just pause this week, just give everyone a, every, a, everyone a bye, just see what happens with the tests, and then just continue on, just postpone everything by one week. Like, I think that would be the smartest thing to do if you're not going to – if they're going to be anti-setting up a bubble, like the yeah. NBA and the NHL have flawlessly pulled off. Yeah, I mean, I think just the bubble idea with so many people, trainers, everything, mm. the NFL just doesn't see a realistic place. Right. They can do it, too, you know, where they can play. You'd almost have to do, like, bubble cities. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because there's so much bigger rosters than hockey right. and basketball. Right. And there's bigger rosters in hockey than basketball, and then they, they just needed two cities, though, which was cool. I think basketball, or football, you could do, like, f- I don't know, four cities, or, like, each division gets a city that they have to quarantine in. Like, there's, there's a way to do it. It's yeah. going to cost money, but true. you know it's going to cost money? Not playing because you have to suspend the season. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's a possibility it will get suspended. I don't want to believe that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they just don't have, as I, as you're talking about, even if they pause it for a week, which is not a bad idea, mm-hmm. but you pause it for a week, and then let's say two weeks down the road, you know, two more teams get a couple people who get it. Yeah. I mean, you can't be taking a week pause or right. whatever every time a few people get it unfortunately the nfl should have been more proactive and should have set up two bye weeks for each team and um i don't know you probably should have made them a little more easy to like milk the schedule around when setting them yeah. up rather than every team has these staggered out buys throughout the season like you could just have two or four weeks of buys and put half like the nfc on a buy one week the afc on a buy one week and then put when the other right. buy you just have them a mix so you have that flexibility in the schedules but I don't know. The NFL, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're stubborn. Well, they're stubborn, and they don't have a limited amount of games, so they're trying to make the most money. You know, I thought they could, you know, maybe only do, like, you know, 12 games if they did, you yeah. know, two, two play the divisions and then a couple outside games and make it a little shorter just because you know the risk period of the longer the season goes, more likely people are going to keep getting it, right? Right, right. You know, so if they made it shorter, maybe that would have been smarter, but you know how the money goes. It's yep. always about the Benjamins. That's how everything in life is revolved, essentially. <laughs> but unfortunately, you know, at least in a capitalistic society. <laughs> That's a talk for later, but yes. Um, uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens. I hope it goes fine. Um, I'm okay with Tennessee not playing because I don't have any of their fantasy players. Yeah, that's that's how the, that's the Amer- America culture right there. We yeah. don't actually care about the games who wins and loses. It's just do are people my fantasy players affected? Yeah, as long as it's not affecting us, <laughs> who the fuck cares? <laughs> All right. So tell me about your Lions and what's your aspe- aspirations for them? Are you expecting regime change mid season or? I am 
demanding a regime regime change midseason. I didn't watch a second of the Lions this weekend. I actually didn't watch a second of football on Sunday. Um, oh. And it was nice because, uh, I don't know, I just the Lions have been crushing me forever. Uh, I'm sure you feel slightly similar about your Vikings, at least right now. Debacle. Um, have the Vikings ever made a Super Bowl? Um, we've never won a Super Bowl. Okay, but you've been there before? One, I believe, one time. Yeah. You guys are like, I don't know, I've heard people compare Vikings fans to Lions fans, which I think is an unfair comparison because you guys have tasted the precipice of greatness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've had <laughs> But just... you guys are like Lions fans with higher stakes heartbreaks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've just lost bigger games, I guess you could say, because mm. we've made it slightly f- farther, you know? I mean, I can think of a few. The Blair Walsh game. The Blair, right. I the mean, Brett Favre gr- interception Brett against the Favre, Saints. Yeah. I mean, you talk, you know, you even go back from there when they went like 15-1 and one with Randy Moss, Chris Carter, and them, and the kicker hadn't missed a field goal the entire season. He was like 41 of 41 or whatever, and then he missed in the missed uh, that 40 or 38 yarder, missed it. In the Super Bowl? No. And oh. uh, it would be what, the NFC Championship game. Oh, shit. Missed a 30, 31 yarder. When was this? This was when they went 15 and 1, so it had to be probably when Randy Moss was there, so what, early 2000s? Damn. I was and, before I was big into football. Yeah, and uh, missed the field goal. and Against two. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. I'm pretty sure it was Atlanta, but I could be way off. No. I, well, I don't know. I'll have to look it up later. Yeah. But, I, he, but just... he did. He missed the field goal, and they. And there were, I think there was only a couple minutes left, and they drove down and scored, and that was the end of that. Damn. 15-1 <laughs> and one to the end. 15-1, and one, you don't go to the Super Bowl because of a missed field goal. That sucks. Yep. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But as for the Lions, um, only thing that gives me hope, like, because, you know, I don't have any faith in fucking the Fords to fire these guys midseason, even though Bill O'Brien just got canned, rightfully so. Another fucking Patriots uh, – uh, transplant to a yeah, team family with, tree of Belichick basically which have been all all uh, unsuccessful except for I guess you can say the who's a Titans head coach uh, Vrabel Vrabel has been doing a pretty decent job with what he's been working with yeah I mean it's always hard when you're from you know either like Saban's tree in college football trying to coach and do yeah. your own thing and now Belichick you know the one thing I will say about Bill O'Brien that I just I find it you know horrible situations for him and stuff is being a gm and the coach in any sport to me is just a real you need checks and balances in an organization and so you're just setting yourself up for failure you want to go to the pistons with stan van gundy having control you think that didn't work didn't work yeah you just think of all those you know places where people have had more control Mm -hmm. you know it just never seems to work out well in my opinion no, yeah, especially when you execute the worst trade, one of the worst trades in NFL history in trading away DeAndre, <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson and, like, I don't know, a draft pick. Yeah, and you have no draft picks now. I saw, like, they have no first. I don't or, think they have a first for the next two years. Year, yeah, or something like that. And they don't have a second rounder this year either. Oh my and they're 0-4. Oh, so, my gosh. Yeah, he set them what up. What are they going to do? Suck for a few years, even though you have Deshaun Watson. You might as well just trade him for stuff and rebuild. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, it's going to take you what? If you're not going to have any first, it's going to take some really good drafting in the later rounds. Yeah. And, and some really good free agent agent acquisitions, which I guess because you have Deshaun Watson, I guess theoretically you could get them. And J.J. Watt, you know, all oh, those those guys for them. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they have much cap room, you know, because they paid Laramie Tunsil, you know, when yeah. they brought him in. I don't know what type of cap room they're working with, but 
enough talk about the Texans. Uh, how yeah. about how about some NBA here? Are the Lakers going to close it out on Friday. You've been watching any NBA? The Lakers are on the precipice of winning the finals um, for the bubble ball. Um, they are up three games to one against Miami right now. When you're listening to this, the game will probably probably be on or over, depending on when you listen to this. Um, but yeah, I obviously the Lakers are going to win. They're probably going to win tomorrow. Um, I don't know why. I mean, Miami has Jimmy Butler, who has like the most killer instinct of like anyone in sports, it seems, with his uh, determination and pride. Um, yeah, I, and how they just the organization in general, the Heat play. They play just tough, hard nosed mm-hmm. basketball. Yeah, it's well coached. Spolstra's done a good job there, and Butler's kind of the leader. And they rally around him. I mean, all their role players and everyone seem to do just really well. I mean, they're the biggest uh, proof of concept as to being anti-tanking because they haven't tanked since they lost LeBron, Dwayne, and Chris Bosh. No. You know, and they just kept being there and slowly building back and making some free agent uh, signings and getting that boy Tyler Hero, um, yeah. who has been the rookie of the year and has the, one of the coolest names for a player. Like your last name's Hero. That is a really dope name if you turn into a superstar. That is which true. He, realistically could in uh the next couple of years um but yeah no i think i think uh mail it in give yeah, lebron right. his fourth title and the mamba jerseys for kobe yep oh yep and um uh is this is lebron gonna be the first player to win a title with three different teams i believe that will be correct at least the first like starter to win a title with three different teams yeah i would say yeah for sure so i could see some people getting like lucked into it yeah i was trying to think if robert horry did because he won with the lakers and the spurs but i don't think he got a i don't know if he ever won one with the third yeah did iguodala win with anyone besides the warriors because i know he's on the heat right now no well hey lebron best player of all time in my opinion i mean i know people got that jordan love but i don't know lebron is just a built differently in a different era so it's hard to compare jordan's story will always be better but lebron's making a a big push for it by winning with three like imagine if he goes and wins with another team or the dream scenario lebron plays until he's old enough to play with his son and they win a championship like then that's okay then that debate's really over yeah i mean i think it's you know people will say as you said being the bubble ball will have a little asterisk you know or whatnot Mm. but you know him being able to get his fourth title, I mean, that's huge for him personally. Yeah. Just because he's lost some, you know, tough, tough uh, finals. You know, the yeah. Warriors, I mean, he ran into the Warriors, who some would say for a little while was one of the greatest dynasties of all time. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, so. I mean, was, and they're, the Warriors are going to be right back next year. Yeah. And he, you know, he lost his first one to the Spurs, who mm-hmm. were kind of in their prime when you think of Duncan and Parker and them. When he was wait wait didn't he lose oh wait that was lost to the it was in Cleveland right yes yes gotcha. yes I'm going off the you know the ones he's yeah, lost yeah. you know realistically he's only really lost I think one finals you could say where he was the true even though he was you'd say the best player mm. he was the true favorite was, was when they lost was, to the Mavericks yeah that was the finals that I attribute to my basketball fandom because of how much I was rooting against LeBron yeah so. I hated Dirk Nowinski at the time because my brother Dylan really liked him. and But I was like, nope, I'm all for Dirk right now. And I was pissed because I was a big Thunder fan um, uh, at that part, and they yeah. knocked the Thunder out. Yeah, so I think realistically he's only – I mean, you still still was at, you know, losing finals, but he, he didn't you know choke too many times other than mm-hmm. the Mavericks, I think you can really say. I mean, losing to the Warriors is not really uh, 
yeah. a, a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, when Kyrie Irving is your second best player, I mean, yeah. now that we see what Kyrie Irving is, essentially. Right, you know, you see what Kyrie is. It's amazing I, that he won a championship <laughs> with Kyrie Irving, to be honest. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> I mean, Kyrie hasn't done much, you know, since he's been... Mm left LeBron basically except ruin Boston yeah <laughs> I mean and then you factor in that Kevin Love was hurt the one finals too mm-hmm. you know when his shoulder was out so that you're talking your third best player was out too I mean so right yeah. how many of the finals has LeBron been to is it 11 uh, no no he hasn't been to 11 I think he's been uh, so we got the one in Cleveland right all right if you're going in order yes he went to Cleveland. He only went to one right no he won in Cleveland too no I'm starting from the beginning before oh. he before he made yes. his great okay. return Okay, so yes. One in Cleveland, yep. then three in Miami. Three in Miami, two wins. Back to Cleveland. So that was four, and then what did he make it there? Three years in a row again? He, yes, because yes, he lost 2-1-1. So that would be six. And then this is his seventh final? Yeah. So seven finals. He, he beat Michael Jordan in finals appearances then, though yes. Jordan never lost one. But, right. <laughs> and took those two years off, which we could assume the Bulls would have one yeah yeah i think it's pretty safe to say they would have been right there yeah because they were they made the finals still the bulls right they just didn't win them uh they did not make the finals oh okay i don't think either time they got really close though in the, i think the eastern conference finals yeah but they didn't because i think houston won when he was gone that was like wasn't right was but houston was on the west right but i don't think they didn't face the bulls though yeah i don't know either way um I you know people we want always want to have this debate of who's the best between yeah. them like they're both great like you know and Michael Jordan's an asshole too. <laughs> I mean, but he's Jordan, so he gets a, he gets a pass. You know, yeah. I, th- I think you know it'll be like anything else. We'll appreciate LeBron even more when he's not playing. Right. It'll be you know three five years down the road, and you know they'll show some highlight, and you'll look at your kid, you know, be like, or you know your nephew, and be like, yeah. I used to watch this guy. I mean, it, like other than like um the, the his sheer basketball talent and whatnot, but being recruited by Nike and Adidas with billboards in your hometown when you're in high school, and be, everyone knowing you're going to be this great superstar, and still being able to like put up with all that pressure, climb through it, and not turn into like some diva, like that's like that is that is like super impressive on its own. Like I mean, through his charity work and everything yeah. he's done to helping his friends, you know his best friend is like in his agent or whatever mm-hmm. to the schools he started he's never been in trouble with the law married I, his high school mar- sweetheart right. he has you know kids you know i mean you can't really say anything other than if you want to attack him it's got to be you know stuff on the court yeah you, you, can atta- court, you, can, you can attack him for building the first like reels well i mean I'm, I'm sure people had super teams back in the day but the first like media labeled super team in miami right. that's when i hated lebron for doing that Especially in the way he did it. Yeah, that was a that was a big miscalculation, and he's made a couple of those through his mm. you know his career some miscalculations and right. what they did. But redeeming himself by going back to Cleveland after they burned his jerseys, like defamed his like yeah um, portraits or whatnot, and then still bringing them like their first probably only ever title they'll get <laughs> unless they draft another LeBron. Like um, that is yeah. so redeeming. Like yeah, I mean to come back to you know the the land as they call it and then get that title for the city right it, you know it's nothing you can ever take away i mean and as you said how they treated him when he left mm-hmm. you know i mean cleveland like along with like the current form of detroit like well cleveland's like one of the hardest uh sports cities to win in it seems like you know they have one of the worst sports like with the browns moving into into the baltimore that i think baltimore winning the championship right after that yeah um you know 
the Indians got, got close versus the Cubs. They yep. got, but yeah, the Indians for quite a long time were just terrible. I just truly don't see Cleveland ever being good at basketball again without drafting a superstar. Like I don't think anyone goes there. Uh, yeah, that's, I think that's the problem for all small market teams. Right. That's why the Pistons got to draft Imani Bates here in the future, hopefully. <laughs> Give me give me Lamelo Ball. I want some. Uh, I just <laughs> I just want something fun. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, know he's probably not gonna wear to trade up to get him, but yeah, you know, I mean, you never know how the draft will work out. But I just you you got to have a superstar to win. And as you said, they don't yep. go to small market teams anymore. The I mean, uh, Giannis is the last one if he decides to stay. Yeah, the O four Pistons will be the last team to ever win without a superstar. Most likely, yes. I mean, it's gonna take like. I, I mean, I don't even really know if you can name a team that doesn't have a superstar that could have won. Like, I mean, this bubble ball. Like, yeah, I mean, I think. Which maybe Denver? I, I mean, Jokic's a superstar though, I and mean, Murray's it, turning into blossoming yeah, into one. Yeah, I mean, it's we throw superstar around, I guess. You know that you have yeah. to define that. You know, what what is a superstar? Then let's define I, it. Let's I, try to define it in our own terms. Is it like top ten player? I would say top ten player is what when when you're talking superstar. Yeah, I'd say top right. ten only. So I mean, LeBron's got two of the top ten players oh, in the league on his team. He's got two of the team. top, probably f- almost five. Yeah, I mean, and it's amazing <laughs> that LeBron is like playing better now than he like. He's like still in his prime. He just just never goes away. Yeah, I mean, he's locking. He's playing defense on Jimmy Butler here. You know, mm. you know when he did on Jamal Murray too. Right towards the end, you know, he picks it up when he has to. But he, he, you know, he's got a lot of miles on him. You think year seventeen, and he's ne- almost never not made the playoffs except you know last year when he had the groin injury. I mean, he's yeah. played so many minutes. He's, has he ever missed playoffs besides that last year? Oh, Maybe man. his early For, years. I was Cleveland. trying to think because he didn't. He didn't. I mean, they they got good really quickly once he got there. But I bet you maybe his first year they didn't make it. Yeah. But right after that, you know, he was always and he was injured and had literally no help. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he also realistically, he's besides the groin injury, he's been so durable. Mm-hmm. I mean, luck. You know, when you talk about that, you know, missing. Physically built differently. Yeah, real really is. I mean, when you think about it, like you know, who do you think plays more seasons in their relative sport, Tom Brady or LeBron James? How many is that Tom Brady at? <sighs> when did he come out? Was he, was he a rookie when he won his first Super Bowl? No. Was he a second no year guy? Way. He, he took over what for Bledsoe? Yep. He the first one they won was two thousand two thousand one season, right after nine eleven, and I I thought he was a rookie, but I could have no there's no way he was a rookie seems like you would know for sure i know i remember that that's that do you think that, he's, that, how many, that got me into football was tom was brady he winning 20, that 20 how many years has he played do you think he's played over 20 20 years let me look tom brady if he came out draft. in 2000 you're looking at 19 years right now right he was in 2000 round six pick 199 right. so 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 that was his rookie year no, no, no! It would have been the year before. So they won in two, they won two thousand one, two thousand two season, right? Because I remember it being after nine eleven. So okay. it was, he would have been a sophomore. So he's this is his twentieth season. So this is twenty. Then I'm well, I don't know because I don't know how many more years he's got in him. That's what I got. I mean, I think I'm gonna say Tom Brady's. I I think Tom Brady's just gonna like play until forever. I mean. Look at him at the Bucks right now. I mean, like everyone's saying he doesn't have arm strength, but then like he just has this air shootout against the young stud Justin Herbert and the Chargers yeah. throwing deep balls. Like he's still in his prime too. Like I, I, yeah, he's yeah, he's no, he's so smart in how he plays the game. I mean, you got to get pressure on him, and they've been able to you know 
do that a little bit, force him into some pick sixes, but he's able to, you know, mentally strong. And mm-hmm. he, he threw that pick six, and you're like, uh-oh. And then all of a sudden, five touchdowns later, yeah, he's like, yeah, I got your rookie. They're just, they're just uh, players like Tom Brady and like LeBron are just, there's just something different about them. Like it's not qualifiable. Like, I mean, Tom Brady playing 20 seasons is insane in itself, especially in the most violent sport on this planet, yeah. probably. And missing what he missed one year, basically with the ACL, and that was yep. probably about it. And the only, that's the only year I think that he hasn't He's, made the playoffs, right? No, I think they did because they went. Didn't they go like 11 and five the one that, year? I remember because I was I was a Patriots fan. They they missed the playoffs. They went 11 and five and missed the playoffs. No, oh, well, on any other normal year they would have made the playoffs. Because randomly the the we, they, they needed the they needed the Jets to um uh, oh the Jets they needed the Jets to win their last game with Brett Favre but they ah. barely lost and I think the Dolphins won it won okay. the division with they might have been the Chad Pennington era mm, okay yeah I guess but I mean I, still that team going eleven and five like that speaks I'm, to Bill Belichick's genius too I'm <laughs> gonna say that Brady plays longer. So you say LeBron's at 17 right now? Yeah, and I figure his son is what? Going to be... I think his son is going to be a freshman... Or no, or uh, sorry, a sophomore in sophomore, high school. So you're talking he'd have to get to basically, what, year 20 or 21 for his son to be in the league? He, if his son leaves well, right I mean, out of high school. Which I'm certain he will be... If Like, like assuming the rules are changed by then, because I think the yeah, NBA is going to go back to that. Um LeBron James' son will get drafted because you basically get LeBron James if you if you draft his son. Yeah, like, I'm just trying. That's to gonna think. be an interesting draft. Like if, even if it's not based on talent, like say he's somewhere like a late round grade yeah. for like or like a maybe an early second round grade. Like the people are gonna jump up and draft him early because especially if LeBron's a free agent. Like because yeah. you know that's where LeBron's going to play. Yeah, I mean you figure he's 35 now. I just can't imagine he's playing much like 40, 41. Do we know who the oldest NBA player to like oh, play? Like God. at least in the modern era, not like way back in the day. No, I have no idea what you would what the age who, would be. Like when did Duncan retire? Do you know how old he was? Because he no. was pretty like he was pretty old. I mean, but you think of some of those guys off the bench too. Like yeah. even Udonis Haslam, he hasn't even touched. Like the, Vince Carter, didn't did he Vince retire? Vince Carter, yeah. Was he this still was playing? His, no, last year was this year, and the, he didn't make the bubble because he was oh, on okay. the Hawks. Yeah, Vince Carter was number one. I bet you Vince is over 40. Oh, he has to be. <laughs> how, how, all right. How old do you think he is? I'm looking it up. Right I now. would guess I would guess like right around 40, maybe he's like. He's 43. He's 43 and still playing? See, LeBron James can play as long as Vince Carter can. Yeah, I guess I just. I just can't. It would be hard for me to think of LeBron as a role player. That's exactly why I said I think he'll get there with his son maybe a year or two. But I think Brady's got two or three left. Oh, so yeah. that would push him to what twenty three? We'll say, yeah. Like so, he's got. He, so he signed a two year deal, right? Yeah. So he's got this year, next year, like probably for sure. I mean, you're talking that. So that gets him to twenty three. LeBron's at seventeen. So you're talking LeBron's got to go six more. I just, I cannot. You know, the thing is, you know, you just got to accept being average. And yeah. I just don't know if LeBron is willing, because eventually, Father Time is going to catch, catch us all. Um, but yeah, I mean. LeBron, I think if LeBron does decline faster than what I think, like I think if he can play with his son, he will accept being average. Yeah, oh, and yeah. he will greatly help whatever team he's on, regardless of if he's just average. Though you know, like most people coming off the bench are like 
like three people, three shooters, you know. I mean, maybe not. Maybe I'm getting that wrong. No, you're, I think yeah, you're, you know, they're coming off the bench to score most. I mean, you can you can probably shoot threes into your old age, right? Yeah, I mean, well, and he'll still be physically, as long as his, some major injury doesn't happen, he's still going to mm. be a beast. It's just, you know, well, he won't have the miles, basically, to be running up and down the court and, yeah. you know, doing everything that he can do. But he has a great basketball IQ. He can pass. I mean, he'll be all right. Yeah. It'll just be interesting to see. Maybe his defense will fall off because he is one of the best defenders in the league, too. When he wants to, yes. Yeah, I mean, that block on Iguodala to, oh, yeah. at Game 7 against the Warriors to give Cleveland the championship was, like, brought back heartbreaking for me because I was that's when I was rooting for the Warriors because, yeah, I'm a little bit of a bandwagon fag when it comes to basketball if the Pistons aren't good, and they haven't been for, like, 15 years or whatever yeah. it is. Um, you know, so... <laughs> yeah, but it was still great to see. Like that's when I just wasn't even mad at LeBron for winning because it's like Warriors already won. I was mad that they ruined their perfect season almost. You know, closest yeah. thing that you can have to that in basketball, especially right. when one of the teams that beat you during that season is the Detroit fucking Pistons. But without oh. Blake, before they had Blake Griffin. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I you know players the champ you know championship level players can make plays like that. You know, just think of Tayshawn blocking Reggie Miller. Yep. You know, if you go back to that, you know, yep. they just they just probably the greatest block gear. of all time. You know, just an extra gear having it in them. So. Uh, sports are fun when they're on. Like I don't I haven't been watching as much of uh the NBA since all the teams I was rooting for got out like the Nuggets and the Celtics. Yeah. Okay. And but when it was Luka Mania for that first series, man, that team's going to be fucking fun. Yeah, Luka's... Uh, Give them another be... player from overseas. And let's another see. overseas <laughs> player. They're going to be like the Red Wings from the two or the late 90s to 2000s, just getting all these players from overseas that no one's thought of yet. Come yeah. on. I mean, they well, they hit a gem with Luka. I mean, there's oh, no yeah. way around it. I mean, he's just And they got the unicorn in Porzingis yeah. who... they. I mean, I think they could have won that series if they were healthy. Yeah, Porzingis had the health and... I didn't I mean, get ejected game one. Yeah, that would have helped too. <laughs> I mean, they gave the Clippers a run for their money. I mean, and the Clippers talk about a team who just didn't quite reach their potential, what we thought. Never made the conference finals. I I saw that stat the other day. They're like one of like, I think, uh, like 10 teams across all the sports that have never made a conference finals. And I'm so happy I didn't see the Lions on that list because they made it one time. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's- Beer number two, entertainment. This is one of the first times they didn't finish the beer before the segment ended. Yeah, we were, you know, <laughs> talking about sports, and in 2020, it's one of the few things we have, right? Somehow, we do have sports. For the moment. <laughs> but, um, actually, I do want to segue this into the entertainment segment. Um, in keeping sports tied in and talking about the the numbers on sports like and how they've all been down across the board um i think the nfl has been like closest to normal but still yeah. a little bit down and um i'm sure it's attributed to a lot of things but i guess my question for you personally is like have you been watching as much sports as you normally do or like how how are you uh like do you do you uh, attribute yourself to any of this the numbers falling um, me personally, I would say no, I don't, because I've been watching sports basically since they came right back on TV. Just how I am. Mm. You've been? Do you, do you watch baseball? Are you, are you a baseball fan? I do. Um, to be honest, I, I don't watch the Tigers very much because I'm a Twins fan. Right. Um, and I do have Major League Baseball, like their TV or whatever, mm-hmm. so I can check check out some Twins games. My problem with the Twins is, you know, if you saw that stat, uh, we've lost the most postseason games in a row. 
Yeah, yes. I heard something about that. Yeah, how so, many games in a row? Uh, it, it's I believe it's eighteen now. That is straight kind playoff. of insane. Yeah, granted, most of them, at least about twelve or thirteen, were to the Yankees. They've because they've beaten us yeah. in the AL, you know, about four or five times in a row. But yeah, so but like you've been just swept and oh, oh yeah, no, haven't won. That's that's it won't be broken. I think that will be a streak that's not going to be broken. No, I can't, especially in baseball when in any sport, no yeah. team has lost mm. that many postseason games in a row. And so yeah, there. I just I get tired of watching the Twins do really well. I mean, they won the division, mm. hit home runs, and then we get to the playoffs and just you can't know, do you anything. Know, you know who could beat uh, break that record? The fucking Detroit Pistons. Oh, they've what they've. The Pistons haven't. I don't think the Detroit sports have won a playoff game since whenever the last time the Tigers won in the early 2010s. But the Pistons have made it to the playoffs. I think like four times in recent memory. Did they get swept by Milwaukee? They've gotten the last swept. Time? They they haven't they haven't won a a game since the early or like the late 2000s. I I don't think since like I don't even know if they won when Allen Iverson took them to the playoffs, but. Um, yeah, I guess you'd have to look up the numbers because all they gotta do is win one to break that streak. And in baseball, you would think just one time your pitcher would get that's hot what I'm saying. and you like would with, score, or you know you'd with, hit some home runs. With baseball, it seems the most surprising. Like basketball, like if the Pistons are gonna constantly be sneaking in as an eighth AC, seed, right. like those teams always get swept. Um, yeah, more than likely, or a quick one. Yeah, maybe one. one. Um, but baseball, it seems more. Yeah, like you say, a pitcher could get hot or. You can hit good, or yeah. you know, which that is. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel bad for you if you're a baseball fan. And, yeah. Uh, so to be honest, I've watched the least amount of baseball, I guess, this year. Uh huh. But as far as other sports, well, and hockey too. I don't watch a ton of hockey. Yeah. You know? I. Oh, we didn't even talk about the NFL NHL draft. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just not always on my radar. I'm just not the biggest hockey guy. Mm. I mean, but as far as NBA, NFL, golf. I mean, and I even watch some hockey. The playoff hockey's great still. It's yeah. just regular season. If the Red Wings are good and we're like at a bar or we're somewhere and you see it, you're like checking it out. Right. You know, maybe you'll come home or you'll think, hey, let's turn it on for a little while. But since the Red Wings are just so fucking bad, it oh, just yeah. makes you not want to even turn it on, you know? Well, are you a Wild fan or a Red Wings fan? Uh, technically, I'm a Wild fan, always. But I, the Red Wings, I do obviously watch them. You know, and the Detroit sports are like my second, even though we're in the same division oh, in a lot okay. of those things. Like, I root for the Lions when they're not facing the Vikings. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, not that I want them to win to mess up the Vikings winning the division. But, mm. like, even the Pistons. Like, obviously, I've been, you know, in this area so long, it's hard not to. It's just right. I didn't take any credit for any of the championships I saw when I was over here. You know, like, yeah. it, to me, it wasn't the biggest deal. Obviously, I understand it. But, you know, the Red Wings winning those championships the pistons yep you know just when was the last time a minnesota team won uh well define pro sports because uh the minnesota Lynx were a mini dynasty before maya moore uh oh. hopped off and decided to oh, do we didn't stuff even talk, criminal justice we didn't even talk about fucking the uh, M- WNBA. not that i know anything Sue about storm it. and uh, Bri- uh brianna stewart yeah swept uh i think it's the what seattle storm or but yeah, they won uh, two two in a row now or something like that. Two and three years. <laughs> Above, like all right. So let's say the four major sports then. Uh, when's the last time we won? Yeah. Uh, would be the year I was born. Minnesota Twins won. Oh damn. Ninety-one. So you're kind of starved. Oh yeah, we haven't. Yeah, because Vi- Vikings have never won. Yep. The technically the Minnesota Wild have never 
one though we had you know hartford whalers for a while i was gonna say wild's one of the relatively right. newer franchises right but the right. hartford whalers were kind of that's who minnesota people rooted for and they did win i think a couple back in the day back when i used to play a hockey video game uh the wild were always my team for no reason I just, I just liked their logo yeah and so then you had timberwolves who have also never won oh god and they're not in a good position <laughs> uh, wait did they get the number one pick Yes, we have the number one pick. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. You're in a pretty decent position. Yeah, it depends. You know, unfortunately, it just wasn't the year where someone said it's yeah. a you know, must-have talent. I mean, obviously, anytime you have a number one pick, you have high hopes. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like, you know, you know, Anthony Davis or one of those guys going number one where you're hey, like, it could be a change of the franchise. Maybe Giannis will leave. Trade a – do a sign-in trade. I can keep dreaming. <laughs> trade, if, um, trade all your young good people. Mm-hmm. Um, and all your draft picks for Giannis and Antetokounmpo. Then you have, what, fucking Cat. Uh, um, who's the other guy you have? Uh, I don't know if he's even any good, the guy that you got D'Angelo from the D'Angelo Russell? Yeah. I mean, he was hurt, but he, you know, he's, he's relatively solid. I mm. mean, we have some decent talent, you'd like to think. It's just going to take time. You know, you just never know how they'll progress. Right. I mean, we got that, uh, what's it, Jared, Jared Culliver, you know, who was on Texas Tech when they yeah. you know, won the national championship. He's on our team. You know, but you take you know those guys take a few years to develop. But yeah, Minnesota sports need a championship. I just don't know where it's coming from. Okay, all right. Well, uh, pivoting back to the entertainment uh, aspect of this. So, uh, yes. you've still been watching all of this. Yes. Um, like some people have the 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 uh, um, opinion that a lot of the social active active yes. stuff has been the reason the viewership has been down. And I know you being a Republican and uh, being more on the other side of the aisle than I am, but you're still watching, you're watching more sports than I am. Like, especially yeah. if you're watching all the NBA, like I watched, I, I don't, I don't think that's the reason the viewership's down remotely. Cause I think people that are fans of basketball watch basketball. I think it's because no one's going out to bars, like at least that much. Um, everything's out of order. So you're not, you're, you're not used to watching like, um, uh, the NBA and the NHL in the late summer months when like you're out doing stuff all the time. Um, and I mean, baseball, I think that's a dying industry anyway. Oh, geez. And the NFL John church, don't let him say that. And, and also combining that with the craziness of this year and just being watching more of like the news networks because something weird happens. It seems every two days. Yeah. I mean, I guess in my, this is total my opinion. I agree what you said right off the bat with the bars because yeah. i think that's so many tvs when you think of so many places still closed down and how many right. tvs and, and i honestly don't know like at a buffalo wild wings exactly i haven't they, been to one yet you know how i actually haven't been i've gotten takeout but mm. I, how they calculate like you know say they have you know 50 tvs and 20 of them are showing the basketball game mm. does that cal- how does that calculate when they show the viewership is that basically one establishment or is that 20 tvs right yeah because i honestly don't know that but obviously the bars and everything have brought sports viewership down mm. i am on the side that i think social justice stuff has brought it down i don't think it's you can say it's brought it down to the extent it has right you know it can't all be from that right i don't believe at all that it's you know all from that i will say the other thing that 2020s taught us we can survive more a lot more than i guess we used to think we could like you know mm. you know five years ago we'd probably joke and say oh yeah we couldn't go without sports you know for a right. couple months you, you know you sound fucking crazy but then this but, time we had to go but, throughout without sports and like in like the heat of like 
one of the best sports uh, times of the year, the beginning of the NBA. March oh, Madness. The March Madness, yeah. March Madness, I, right. And you talk about that to then, you know, people realizing, you know, surviving without movie theaters. Yep. You know, are movie, people going to start going back to the movies eventually? You know, or mm. we're going to sit and just watch Netflix and the news and other stuff. Oh, my God. It's going to be a fucking takeover. Yeah, you know, and you, I worry Jeff about Bezos that. Jeff Bezos takeover, baby. Cause I, yeah, because I like, you know, going to the going to the show or the yeah. movies. But, you know, people have learned to live without, and those things cost money, too. I mean, watching sports necessarily doesn't, but going to the movies mm. does cost extra money compared to if you just watch Netflix. Oh, and now we've realized how much money we can save. We, like, I mean, it's, unless you were, like, super affected and, like, lost your job yeah. during the pandemic, which, like, millions of people have. But, like, you know, if you're privileged enough to still have one and also riding stimulus money, too, and not spending anything, right? like, that is going to maybe like maybe wake wake you up yeah i, I to, would like wow i am spending so much money on a bunch of fucking bullshit yeah i mean i think of even you know when i have no idea because i don't follow it i don't drink it but coffee people go out for coffee every morning you know oh, and i don't yeah. know if they still during covid times you know they brew their own so now they're realizing how much money they could save mm. you know i honestly don't know once you're forced to be self-sufficient on yeah. all things like even coming down to cooking uh, making coffee, cleaning. I mean, I don't know if cleaning makes sense, but I'm um, uh, like, you know, providing entertainment for yourself. Right. Like once you realize you can live without it, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, I um, think that's what's happened a lot with sports and movies mm-hmm. and things like that. That people are like, you know what? I don't want to watch it for reasons A, B, and C. Could be social justice. Could be, you know what? I don't, you know, I don't have any horses in the game. Could be there's other things, other I, things I know, going on. I know there's like 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 uh, the news um, places are like raking in the money right now oh, with yeah. the viewerships. Well, yeah, they. But I mean, I think that's more due to the insanity of ever the the daily news cycle. Yeah, I mean, and how we report the news also is mm-hmm. it's it's become so many opinion shows they're, versus they're like, real news. Right, they're just getting good at they're they, during this pandemic especially they've really honed in on what makes people upset and what makes you upset is what gets people to watch like speak back to or like track back to our last segment when i told you how i got into watching basketball was because i was pissed lebron did that and it made me upset and watching him get defeated was like that's now i'm now basketball is my favorite sport right you know that's just what sells in a way like anger sells emotion right. sells emotion does sell i will say though that i did see actually on i was on like facebook today and it was an interview with adam silver and he did say that they're going to take a lot of their social justice stuff away for next season yeah i don't know if you saw that or not i did not but he said like the stuff on the court and on the jerseys they're going to do stuff social awareness still and they're mm. gonna but they're he said they're hopefully going to do it more off the court into the actual cities and stuff than just having yeah i mean stuff on the jerseys and and we'll see how if the viewership in a couple of years rallies, mm. not just from basketball, but as you said, football is down. I mean, we'll see what you know if people kind of tune back in and the bars and everything opens up if things ever do yeah. get back to normal. Honest, okay. Honestly, like like the shit on the court, like I'm I'm not obviously I'm not opposed to any of it. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> I'm not I don't want to say I'm opposed to any of the things on the back of their jerseys, but it's annoying when I can't see their names with the camera angles I'm getting. Um, yeah. And also, I don't think it fucking does anything. I think it just makes everyone upset. And yeah, for reasons I can't quite comprehend on why writing that kind of stuff makes people upset. But that's not doing any change. Like, like 
what they really should be doing is the stuff that probably Adam Silver is suggesting. Like, right. if, if they believe in that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think it was kind of like a compromise with the players. They thought that it would, it would yeah. be beneficial that players would like it, and you know, and I think you know, it, it's it's just interesting how they came. You know, these people come up with these ideas. You know, I like the NFL when they do the they, they let them wear the custom cleats for their charities. You know, mm. once a you know once a year for a week or whatever. Obviously, they were doing the stuff with the military. I think they're trying to actually cut that off. They now. probably should because doesn't the military pay them for but them to do that stuff? For some of that stuff, yes. It's just um, all a bunch but, of fake you know, shit to I, get money. On the jerseys, personally, for the most part, I haven't seen anything that really offended me. I mean, from educational reform that like Andre Iguodala, I think, has, yeah. to a lot of those say-their-name stuff. I mean, to be honest, that's not going to make someone like me, even though I don't agree with all the, how I guess, how I would say politics of it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm not about to turn it off because of that either. I mean, everyone's entitled to their own views. Right. If that's, you know, the route they want to go. You can choose to not have anything on your jersey. Right, which you I know. believe LeBron James does. I just and, wish they would right. let him put his name right. up there. Yeah, some of them don't have, you know, have chosen not to for a variety of reasons. They didn't mm. like some of the, you know, options or whatever. And, you know, that's fine, too. Right. You know, but we do have some people in this country, I think, you know, they talk about, you know, and Trump made it a political issue with the NFL and the kneeling with the flag. I mean, there's no doubt mm. about it. Some of those people turned it off. I wonder why he's only really done that with the NFL and not with, like, it seems like he hasn't. Uh, at all said anything bad about basketball as far as I've seen. Well, no. It's he, only the NFL. Yeah, mostly only the NFL, and I guess I would say for a couple reasons. One, he's more friends with some of the NFL owners, mm-hmm. so I think he thinks he could have real influence he's there. Best Insta- friends with Tom Brady. Right, instead of, <laughs> you know, the NBA people smacking him around like, listen mm-hmm. here, you idiot, you know, basically. You see and that? then, of course, the other thing is, let's just be honest, the players in the NBA – I would say majority probably do not like him much at all and have reason mm. to. Right. Whereas the NFL, you can Well, the majority say, of people in this country don't like him. True. Right around <laughs> there. But, but you know what I'm saying, though? Like the higher majority in the NBA yeah. versus the NFL, where it is a brotherhood in the NFL. Mm. But there's definitely, you know, some... I would think it's more of the majority of NBA fans. Um, like, like the NFL fans are more of his target market for lack of a better term for donald trump like yes you know because the nfl kind of represents like blue collar shit i mean maybe i'm just thinking of this as a lions fan but yeah um, no you, I, you know like drunken blue collar people like myself <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> I, I mean i can agree with that some and, and as i said i just i think if he had some more relation relationships with the nba he would probably make some comments and of course the nba has also done a good job they didn't kneel till this year Right. I mean, they've actually, you know, kind of been mild before the whole, I guess, if you mm-hmm. want to say radical stuff on the court. I really don't find it that radical. People put sponsors on their, on their court and stuff all the time. Yeah. You know? But sponsors with probably a lot of these companies doing pretty evil things like oh, over, overseas. Oh, but. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, the NBA just, you know, they've had just their own issues, you know, from the China situation and stuff that, you yeah. know. I think that Trump's hit him there, and then he's kind of decided he doesn't get the the rile of the fans like he does the NFL versus the NBA. Yeah, because I guess if you're just saying about the NBA and you don't have many, I mean, I don't know. There's still people that support Trump that are fans of the NBA, but oh yeah, like including you. Um, but <laughs> um, uh, true. You know, like I don't know. I don't know. It's it's uh, it's just interesting, but um. Yeah, so do you think it will bounce back then, the ratings, like once the pandemic is over and 
I, uh, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I know the future of uh, the day-to-day life is just yeah. so up in the air. I will say... More than I've ever seen before, like maybe since 9-11. Like, uh, I think everything will bounce back in about two years. I don't yeah. think it will be a quick, you know, because you'd like to believe coming into the winter months here that the NFL ratings will skyrocket because in theory everyone will be outside or, or won't be able to be outside because yeah. we'll be in winter. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I think people have been cooped up so long that they're they're finding, as you said, other things to do, mm-hmm. or they want to do other things. You know, finally, movie theaters will open up or other things, and so I think it will take a little while for the ratings to get back, but it will happen. I mean, sports yeah. are such a integral part of our society. It'll take time. I hope so. I mean, I I love sports. Started a podcast about sports. You know, yeah, like- and you know, you know who also wants the ratings to get better is the, the players' representatives for the contracts. Because if TV ratings are down, yep. money will go down. Mm. And so... Get, and like we said at the beginning... It's always it about all, the money. Always about the money. And, right. And so, and that's obviously why we all know why the NBA was smart with dealing with China. They couldn't come out and land-base land base China, even mm-hmm. if they don't like it. Right. Because so much of their viewership, they go, you know, is, you know, from China, from China and stuff. I mean, they're superstars over there. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense, right? Are you really going to, you know chop off your hand you know to lose all that tv revenue yeah um uh, you know that's the thing about all of these sports league i think one of the things they have been opened up like if the nba in particularly uh led the path of this because their players are the most passionate about like social justice causes not to say like players in the nfl aren't either but yeah the nba is more like a unified body probably because mm-hmm. there's less of them and there's more superstars yeah more superstars so like they can shut a league down. Like, they clearly showed it when after um, that Jacob Blake was shot in the back seven times and they, like, stopped games randomly. And then, like, kept not ran- – well, obviously not randomly. And playoff games. Playoff games, yeah. And, like, you know, had to come to a compromise with the league. Like, the NBA can – the players can do whatever they want. And I think that's great. It's, it's like a – like, I know they already have unions, but that's an even more powerful union. Yeah, well, they're more powerful. And the other thing that the NBA has – versus the nfl is they got guaranteed contracts yes so you're making and there and a lot of those nba even mm. bench nba players are making eight to ten million it's a lot right. easier to sit out games when you're sitting on that money versus you know those nfl guys who are you know maybe making 2.3 million and that's if they play right you well know? yeah like, like let's say the top 10 players in the nba all mutually agreed they're not playing until you do this the nba does not exist then that does right. that fold say that in the nfl yeah it takes a hit but that's only 10 players like right you know like suck it like, essentially exactly. exactly and those you know and so the nba they're as far as that goes you're right they're in a little bit you know you can up- almost have a mini union with the top 10 players like whatever we want kind of goes yeah like it- you know you got lebron ad steph curry fucking jimmy butler i don't know if he's a top 10 player but he's acting like one right now you know like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> put put just look whatever the top 10 are like they they don't play like the nba is like no one's gonna watch that shit because it's just a bunch of bullshit yeah i mean i would agree definitely you could do that in the nfl if you just get like all the quarterbacks coordinated like all the all 32 quarterbacks then like okay yeah then this product sucks without the good quarterbacks but people will still watch that's the thing you know they figured that out back if you watch that 30 for 30 on the replacement players Mm. don't tell me nick if they i didn't if uh well you should watch that 30 for 30 i haven't actually watched a single 30 for 30 not even the michael jordan one Oh. Wait, but that wasn't the 30 for 30, That was, was the it? last dance. No, that yeah. wasn't the 30 for 30. So you've but never watched, kind of like, the Bad Boys one? No. Or Fab, mm. Fab Five or? 
You've never watched a 30 for 30? No. Nope. I'm too busy watching New Girl over and over again. Holy <laughs> shit. I, I, I don't know that I should, but I just, you know, I don't, like, first of all, I'm not that big into documentaries. Um, second of all, especially, like, I'm not that big into, like, uh, especially sports documentaries I'm not that into. I don't know. Uh, oh, I'm not would... that into sports history. Oh my god! Like you... I'll, I've read up about like like when the when like Michael Jordan's last dance was coming out. Like I just like went on Wikipedia and read everything I needed to know. It's just not something I need to be sit there and be entertained by. I like, see. I tell you, if you watch a few thirty for thirties, you would start watching them. I'll check one out. But uh, I I do want to watch the Bad Boy one because like it was just yeah. before my time. Right. Like, exactly. I, but I will say the replacement players one is really interesting because mm-hmm. of course that was when they had the lockout and so like the Redskins brought in replacement players. Yeah. And they actually... Were they the only team to? No, there were a few teams who did, actually. Was, so did every single player in the NFL lockout? Yes. Did they stand united? Yes. For, well, I don't know if every team did. But this oh, okay. was Because this was really on the Redskins one. Um, oh, okay. Because they actually never got Super Bowl rings. Because they actually played like the first four games. And then the, then the Stars came back. Did they reach an agreement or did they just come back? No, they... Who won? The Redskins end up... Well, the football team won. No, I mean, I mean, who like the players or the owners who like who like is the consensus winner from the uh, strike? I mean, or you whatnot? would say the the owners won that round. Okay, because the players ended up coming back midseason. So yeah, but those players helped them. If they if they would have lost all the games, they never would have made the playoffs, in which they never would have won the Super Bowl. Oh wait, so you're saying those the replacement players never got Super Bowl rings? Right, because that's bullshit. They care. They in theory got the team in a good enough position that they were able to event. You know, I think they only played like four games, but uh, they they won. I think they won two or three of them, and they didn't get rings. And no, they've never gotten a ring. That is, yeah. And they they interview a lot of the guys. That is offensive. And they interview some, the players and stuff too. Do you get a Super Bowl ring if you get cut midseason? You have to, it's all, ba- I think you only have to be a part of the organization. I don't know, you have to look it up for the, the NFL. Yeah, I mean, okay, I, I guess that kind of, like if they were all cut afterwards, I guess that, maybe that makes sense, I don't know. I don't think so. I think if you play in any game, you get one. Right. Let alone, I think you just only have to be a member of the team. Like, but, but like what if, like, let's say you trade somebody away halfway through do they get a super yes. bowl ring still yes because like the then why didn't those players get super bowl rings I... is there a reason for it they just cost too much because of money it was money just it for money. super bowl rings men they... can fucking print money fuck you guys they couldn't literally get super bowl think about that though they never got their super bowl rings Damn. I mean, they came out there trained and won they won technical technically won football games how were the and they weren't like there were other teams with the normal players yeah how did they win any games? Well, because they were technically, I mean, they were all basically former college players yeah. who wanted a shot in the NFL. And I think one or two of them actually stuck in the league on other teams okay. after it was over. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I mean, th- I mean, you think about it, imagine, you know. If, and I guess they're not, they're probably not vetted as much as other teams. So it's probably a little harder to coach against the unknown. Right. Regardless. If yeah. You know, who was the coach? Do you, we, um, do you remember? Oh gosh. When no. was this? This is in the seven. I think it's the eighties, seventies. I don't know. Let's hang on, Nick. 80s, Man, I really don't ever want an NFL lockout. Like, yeah, you're so, but you wouldn't watch it, you know. Nineteen eighty-seven, Washington Redskins. Nineteen eighty-seven. Joe Gibbs was Joe Gibbs the coach? Yeah, Joe Gibbs. I have no idea who that is. Yep, and they won the Super Bowl, forty-two to ten. You know, speaking of um, the Washington football team, like the, the what it is now, isn't that their new logo kind of sick? What, the 
the Washington football team. Yeah, because they're not the Red because they moved on from the Redskins. I think they're new like that. I just like how that you, looks you, with the with the uh, like the they have the numbers on the helmets, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, I don't mind their jerseys. Yeah. You know, I mean, and they're one of the worst run franchises in the NFL, but. I mean, Dan Schneider's basically Dan Schneider is, a piece um, of crap. A but. terrorist, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, he, he was finally forced to change the name. He said yeah. he would never change it. And so instead, he's decided they're going to be known as the Washington football team until further. And I, I, I kind of dig it. I don't think they'll – I think they're going to stick with it myself. I Not don't me. think he will It's add, unique. Yeah, so I just looked it up. They um, had a tw- – looks like 12-4 and four record. And the replacement players were used in weeks four, five, and six. Oh, so it happened like mid-season. Yes. Those motherfuckers didn't give those guys rings. What the fuck? Yes. I guess. And technically, they won weeks four, five, and six. They won all of them. Yep. They so won three straight games. They would have only been nine and seven without them. Yeah. Assuming so. like, you know, they forfeited the games. Isn't that pretty amazing? But yeah, so you can watch it. It's very interesting. Where do you watch these? Are they on Netflix? Uh, well, they were on like some uh, pay-per-view, not pay-per-view, but on like your, uh, what do they call it? Basically, you you know, through like DirecTV or whatever, you mm-hmm. got like the... Yeah, pay, uh, not pay-per-view, um, the, on-demand. On-demand, thank you. Yeah. But if you really want, I, you won't get that episode, but if you really want, Paul has like the first two seasons literally on disc. Uh, well, I don't have anything in this house that can play discs because I, because it, it's 2020. Okay, well then that's <laughs> uh, what we call a personal problem. I don't, I don't even have any game devices because my Nintendo Switch can only play cartridges. <laughs> Holy shit. And my Wii U can't play DVDs. Well, I don't know what's on demand then. You Best of luck. I, you know what the, one of the problems is, is like... Uh, because I think they're like I know the last dance is on, uh, which it's similar to a thirty for thirty, right? Just like yes. a multiple week one. Yes. Um, it's when I get to Netflix, I get distracted by looking for everything, and I I literally always do just settle with watching New Girl. Like, it's a problem. So there's no is there's no show coming out? I guess that you're like really interested in watching to get back to a little entertainment here. <laughs> um. Uh, so. One of my f- shows that I've been watching since the beginning just ended uh, last week or the week before last. It was called The 100. I don't know if you've ever seen or heard about that. No. <sighs> Wouldn't really recommend it. Oh. Um, just something I kind of watched. It's got like some really bad, <laughs> really bad parts. Like, uh, but then like some the highs are really high. The lows are just like so dumb. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, just ended. Just shout out to that show. It was on the CW, but okay. I, I just loved it. Um, it's a sci-fi show, so it's like a lot easier for me to like shit sci-fi, sci-fi shows than it is for, right. like, you know, especially. I, my problem is I'm not very big on nonfiction. Like, I need elements of, uh, like, either sitcomy elements or like time travely space, yeah, aliens, okay. fantasy shit. Okay. Um, but yeah, that show ended. So shout out to the 100. Uh, thanks for the ride. Uh, last episode was very emotional, and then ended very stupidly, like most series finales. <laughs> yeah. Walking Dead just. Uh, Walking Dead. Have you ever watched that? I've seen probably the first three seasons. Yeah, I mean, I'm. There's another show I'm not going to recommend anyone to keep watching because it got really bad, got a little better, and got really bad again. But they're right when COVID hit or the the uh, um, quarantine hit. Um, they were had w- one episode left to mm-hmm. air, but for some reason they didn't air it, and they just aired their season finale last weekend, for reasons of which I can't tell you. 
because everyone was excited and waiting for that last episode. And, well, let's just push this back over here because they clearly filmed everything. Because of this last episode, there's no possible way you can film this on a safe set, you know? Yeah, I just, yeah. it's You, you wonder, like, the, the, you know, as you said, like, the time issue, like, to wait it out. Yeah. You know, I saw, like, today, yeah, I'm sure it's been, this is not new news, anybody, but, you know, like, they've finished filming, like, Avatar 2. Like, they're done with that. But it's like, does anyone even want to see it now that it's been, like, 10 years or whatever? Yeah. What I mean, I've been, like, waiting for that to come out for so long. And there's still supposed to be, like, seven of them. Yeah, he, they're right. They're, they supposedly are having, like, they're finishing, I think it's four now. They're, like, waiting something. for the technology to come out to make them. Like, okay, what technology is not already out? Like, what is this going to do? He created, I, I actually did a quick little reading on it. It was, like, the, the underwater filming. Like if oh. it, it wasn't good enough because I guess you know he wants oh, to yeah, explore it's gonna be the a water world. one. He wants to explore the world more mm-hmm. or whatever, and the technology wasn't good enough for what he wanted or something. I don't know. Don't ask me, James, James James Cameron. Cameron. Right? He almost killed somebody like with the underwater movie, like uh, like the. Fear number three. How the president grabbed me. Oh my God! Is that new? No, that's been on there since the dawn of this. Uh, the, of the drops. God, I just must have not noticed that the last time. <laughs> um, yeah, we're Whose keeping voice it. voice is that? That is, uh, shout out to Melissa Shock. That is her, oh, her is Mel it? drops. Okay, that's, uh, that's pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. Hopefully, I can change the drops after um, uh, November 3rd. But <laughs> He sniffed my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, so on to politics, and the biggest news of the last week was that President Donald Trump uh, had contracted COVID during his uh, random cocktail party he had for Amy Comey Barrett. Comey Barrett? Coney? Comey Barrett? Coney? Coney Barrett. Um, uh, for her, I, I don't even know what that was. Just like an, a, a nomination yeah, party, some sort of get together, right? Because he got it from Hope Hicks or whatever his yeah. In this uh, random super spreader event, <laughs> where nineteen other people involved with that in the president's cabinet, including somebody who um, is one of the people responsible for carrying the nuclear football around, <laughs> got it <laughs> from from all that. Um, so uh, he was. Flown to Walter Reed Medical Facility. Right. Um, when was that? Was that on Friday or was that on? It was basically yeah. Had yeah. So it was the next day. So mm-hmm. if he, I think he got it. Did he get it Thursday night? I mean, that's that's part of the question. Well, right. <laughs> they, they actually were on the news talking about when did he first test positive or yeah. whatever, and you know how long ago was his last negative test before then? Right. You know, but uh, yeah, I think it was basically a day within a day. He, he said, you know, he wasn't feeling as well, and they took him over mm-hmm. to Walter Reed. Then they gave him um, uh, Regeneron, the new, the new um, a therapeutic it's coming a th- out. It's a therapeutic, yeah, you know, and he says it really helped him. But of course, like any therapeutical, any sort of medical drug, it reacts mm-hmm. differently, I think, to other people. You know, you right. can't just because it works for him doesn't mean it's some cure right even just like, if he wants to make it a positive spin on it because he's always trying to be positive but right you can't say that you oh know, yeah and COVID affects everybody differently right and well trump was in the risk um category like yes. the highest of risk categories is being uh older than 70 and um i mean everyone kept calling him obese i don't think he's like super fat or anything but technically obese i guess um, yeah i think you could say he's you know probably medically you would say some sort of overweight obese yeah. you know 
I mean, he would like to tell you that, you know, he's fit as a fiddle. Yeah. I mean, I think <laughs> if you look at him, you could say, okay, he's not the most fit 74, I think 74-year-old, but, right, you know. Um, uh, yeah, so um then we had this whole craziness of a weekend with uh dealing with all that <laughs> and uh um i guess the my <laughs> the main thing i want to talk about is like how irresponsible i think it is for him to have been like going to that indoor um uh, meeting with uh, all the people after he was already feeling the symptoms which he has verified um we don't know whether he had tested positive before that or not um because his doctor, when they have whoever that doctor was that came out and kept doing briefings while he was in the uh, facility, um, had originally said that he tested positive on Wednesday before all of that without notifying the Biden campaign when they were just at a debate together. Um, and, um, uh, but like, you know, then he did say he misspoke. And I would really like to hope that he didn't test positive before going on this um, fundraiser thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I think. If he somehow did, you would really have to question people surrounding him. Not only himself, obviously, because mm-hmm. he's the head person in charge, but his team. Mm-hmm. And then the medical doctors. Right. I mean, there's just no way you can think that that would have been humanly possible, but it's 2020. 2020, and Trump is Donald Trump. Trump. He is Donald <laughs> Trump. But I would, you know, I think we can, you know, assume those people, you know, didn't... I mean, I don't know. When they say the symptoms... You know, like I go to, I have to go to school and fill out a thing, you know, when I go in the building, you know, right. it's like, have you, have you developed a new cough? Can you say your fever is below a hundred or whatever? But it's like, do you feel, there's like different categories. Do you feel more tired? You know, I mean, I guess when yeah. you, when, what symptoms was he experiencing? I mean, I don't know. I didn't seen what he said, mm-hmm. but you know, if you just feel more tired, you know, I don't know if you can really say, I guess it could be a symptom, but when they say he had symptoms, well, what are we exactly talking about? And right. that's for everybody. And I and I'm like someone who really fucking hates buying into any kind of conspiracy theory, regardless oh, yeah. of which side of the aisle it comes on. So I'm going to choose to believe what we've heard. Um, so, you know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but it's wild. It's it it's weird how 2020 is like turning out like a three act fucking story. Like if you're writing it out in terms of like, because you know you got Trump at the beginning of the pandemic downplaying it, then you got him coming out with the Woodward tapes literally saying audibly how dangerous the virus is and how it does affect young people and then you got him doubling down on it saying not to be afraid of it or anything when we know that this virus affects everybody differently like 97 do you listen to 97 on the ticket i do listen uh only to the gate scott and or gator is it scott and gator yeah i yeah. listen only really to them have you been lunch. have you been listening uh lately uh, last couple days, I didn't today though. Did I you, listened. Did you yesterday. hear what happened to Kang? I did hear that they someone called in and wished Kang well, but I honestly and they just basically played it off and said thank you, but the, I didn't actually hear what happened to him. So he got COVID nineteen and he's been off for a month at this mm-hmm. point, and uh, he's had one of the one of the bad react like not intubated bad, but like mm-hmm. he had a high fever for eleven straight days. It took him a month before he he tested negative. And uh, I've just been pretty depressed about everything. But, you know, like, and then, then there's like, I know um, someone that did have the virus and just had like a light cough. Like, it's just so different between yeah. everybody because yeah. this is a novel virus. and We don't really understand it yet. 
Um, Which is fascinating to me, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we had a teacher test positive at my school, kind of towards more towards not the beginning, mi- middle, middle of the Are you virus. guys back in person schooling yet? No, we're Dearborn schools are not. They're starting to bring in kids like in small groups, like three to five kids oh, okay. to do like testing and do stuff with their teacher one on one. But that's it. I think Livonia schools are almost back now. Yeah, I mean, I just got a call because I, for my vending machine company, I service a couple elementary schools. And I just got a call yesterday um, from one of the schools saying that their kids are coming back the next day. They wanted me to come in and fill their vending machine, so I did. Um, but yeah, it's it's just diff- it's it to me it's weird that it's different, like so different county to county or state to state. Yeah, like like DeSantis in Florida just said that the. <laughs> their their sports team can be at full capacity which is fucking nuts to me i don't know how you feel about that but that is fucking insane i mean i would say it's it's overboard <laughs> i think it's a little crazy i yeah like ours i know dearborn won't go back to full in person but probably for a couple weeks yet i think in a couple weeks mm-hmm. they're gonna really look at maybe half the school for a couple days a week or something but ours was all based we couldn't have anyone any kids come in until we tested as and you have to look up how they figure out these numbers because I get emails about it. But Dearborn had to believe be below five percent of uh, like wait five percent of people coming back or five percent. So, so five, it's based on basically of number of factors to get to five percent, which is why I won't get all math on you because I don't fully understand them myself. Yeah. But it's based on how many people have it in Dearborn at, yeah. at a time. It's also based on how many tests they administer versus the rate of positivity. Then. So, like, they do a 1,000 tests, uh, you know, for the day, and how many of those come back positive? Yeah. You know, if there's, like, three different factors that all factor into the, this percentage. Right. And we've been at, like, 5.2% for, like, a month. Okay. And we finally dipped the last couple weeks below 5, so now they're allowing a few kids to come in. Obviously, with masks and everything like that. Right. But, I'm just worried that this is just going to all spike up again with things opening more and more, and... Yeah, I mean, I'm coming on to flu season and like just like once again being where we were at the beginning of this, like in, in like New York, where we're overflowing our hospitals and like, yeah, see, that's that's where I think I agree with you that we can't allow that to happen again. We have to we have to figure out different strategies for people to be more safe, for us to be mm-hmm. more prepared, a whole variety of factors. But we can't have people, the hospitals being overrun. Yeah, I think that's that's, that, that's, I mean, that's the main thing with this virus. Right. Like, I know Trump wants to tell you to not be afraid of it and to not let it control your life. And yeah, I think the majority of people really shouldn't be afraid of it. But also, like, <laughs> just being afraid of it is not the same thing as being smart about it. You know, like. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would I would agree with that, that, you know, just because he seems to for the moment, mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's out of the woods yet. I you mean, I don't. Treat, you, I don't think you, you saw him. Tr- you saw him on the steps. I don't know if you saw that video of him. Yeah, where he's breathing. He looks. He, he looked like. I don't know. It looks. It looks scary. Like I've. That's like one of the first time I felt like uh, sympathy for the man because he looked like he was like trying so fucking hard. Yeah. To uh, just create this image and it. I right. Mean, it didn't work. But. I mean, his little video he released today, where he talks for a couple minutes straight, mm. or at least appears to, mm. does better for him for at least you know because he's got the debate coming up and what. Uh, next week, Thursday, next, right? A week or whatever. But, you know, I think, you know, we the problem is, as Americans, we like our freedom. We've been, I don't think you can say we've been denied our freedom because we need it to be. Mm-hmm. But that I just don't know if 
people start really shutting things down again, how people will react. I know, know. That's why, like, that's why it's just it's a slippery slope for everybody. I know. I just really, really wish everything would have just been like really shut down for just like a month, like, like, or or just even two. Like, you could. I don't know if it's possible, but you could do it for two weeks, where like you just can't go outside of your house and you have to prepare a month in advance for your groceries and the only things that are open are like fucking the police and fucking hospitals and yeah i i you know to be honest though i don't think that'll work i know if i don't i don't either but because like, i mean i think it would drastically reduce the numbers for a little while but like anything else we've seen with the nfl players all of a sudden people still are testing positive a week and a half mm-hmm. later that you know who know i mean do we don't even know. I mean, until in theory, unless you test positive mm-hmm. and then you test negative, in theory, then I believe you can't spread the virus. But unless yeah. you haven't had, you know, those tests, you know, you don't know. Well, yeah, and it depends on, like, you know, like, they don't, like, yeah, you'll be immune with your anti- antibodies, antibodies for a right. little bit, but, like, they don't know how long they last. Right. That, like, I'm learning stuff about viruses that I never knew before. I thought, like, once you had and cleared a virus, you were always immune forever. That's what I learned in school. But, like, that's not true um yeah i mean hi right i I mean people have to get like booster shots for chicken pox and stuff like that too mm -hmm. so i don't think you're ever fully ever immune but yeah you you like to believe right you know in theory they'd say yo you get it once you're basically immune right you know so it's like oh your chances are almost zero but yeah so i don't think this ends until there's a vaccine um an approved vaccine i and then we got to deal but like once there's an approved vaccine that's widely available um, I know there's going to be anti-vaxxers out there that aren't going oh, to get them. a whole lot of Americans will be anti-vaccine. And, and it's going to be even more than the usual crazies because, like you know, people aren't going to trust right. uh, Trump's vaccine um, or whatnot, like on the left. And then there's going to be just people normally that are anti-vaxxers. And but but once that happens, I do think we'll be going back to normal because enough people will be able to get it. And like those that choose not to, because I don't think there should ever be a forced mandate on getting vaccines. Right. That's, that's fucked up. Right. Um, which I know some people disagree on, particularly on my side of the aisle, but like, I don't, I think a slippery slope with government <laughs> control. Like, <laughs> um, that's exactly why I would never be for a national vaccine that we are all forced to have. No. Yeah. Never in a million you years. You can't, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Um, right. But once you have it available uh, to everybody, then, like, everything can be back to normal because it's, like, a choice. And, you know, like, if you, if you don't believe in the science and whatnot, then it sucks to suck. Like, or maybe you'll be lucky you won't get it or anything. Like, yeah. It's like the flu shot. Like, no one, like, I mean, I don't ever get a flu shot, but. See, I, I, I do. I probably should. I do. I just I get one. am lazy is the main reason. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how much they cost. See, yeah, my insurance luckily covers mine. So. Yeah, well, I've got the shittiest insurance you can possibly have. <laughs> right. So, yeah, so mine is covered. I mean, so I do go get them. Mm-hmm. You know, but I do think, you know, and especially for businesses and for employ- employees and employers, it's a problem because, in theory, you could easily get some sort of cold or sickness and have some symptoms. Mm-hmm. You know, and so what are you going to do? Because flu season will hit, and unless oh. we're doing testing, how are you going to know what you really have? Right, and their symptoms are going to be relatively the same until it gets really bad right i mean but you know especially like like like, let's say i get the flu um for my job in particular because i don't have like you know i'm like a contract worker right um yeah i can't go into my workplaces if i have these symptoms or if i have a fever you know like i get checked at the door of most places i go into and have to sign these things Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And so like anyone that has the flu doesn't know if they have COVID and then it's just like a massive worker shutdown. Right. Or, and you know, and you, you don't want employers forcing sick employees to come in because, you know, like yeah, anything so, else, you know, business is going to be tight, you know, think that the holidays are coming up. I mean, that's the thing I'm thinking about, mm-hmm. you know, limited number of people in a store. You ever seen like, you know, Walmarts and malls and places like that during, you know, Black holiday Friday. times? Well, not even Black Friday, because I think a lot of businesses are shutting down this year for that. Yeah, which is going to be but But, hit. you know, I mean, just... Dude, Jeff Bezos is going to get so fucking rich. Like, he already has been. But, yeah, I mean, to be honest... <laughs> and it's safer I, for it's that way, proven, but... It's proven, I mean, basically, the top... I don't know how you know, want to call them the one percent or whoever. Yeah. They've made so much more money off this virus mm-hmm. than it's unbelievable. I yeah. Mean, it's just the way the world works. Right. Unfortunately, when you're at the when you're at the top, you're able to maneuver funds in all sorts of ways and make money and capitalize mm-hmm. off these things. Yeah, that's why I'm like been turning around the idea of anarchy in my head, trying to make it make sense because oh, like geez. I just feel like there's just no way to like yeah. cap cap people with regulation because regulation could be worked around, especially with our legal system. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, until you somehow write tax laws where these companies, you know, don't get somehow there's all that, you know, like you say, uh, you know, they have somehow they have smarter lawyers and tax people that figure out ways that they don't pay any it's money. It's not in somehow taxes. it's because they have more money to find the smartest right, lawyers. Right, exactly. And and to and give them somehow, more money to be right, morally compromised. Right. And so, <laughs> but, you know, in theory, they beat the system. And, and it's so. the same thing with like politicians on either side. Like, you just, whoever gets paid the most money usually wins unless they're like, these startup campaigns that are crowd or publicly funded, like people that have messages like, I know you probably don't like her, but like AOC or like how Bernie Sanders has been like, you know, like they've been, um, and I'm not, I'm not saying I believe in all of their ideas, but, um, you know, I believe that they're not morally compromised by the money they're getting. Yeah. I think, well, like any politician, I don't always, I think a lot of them at one point were not morally compromised, but mm-hmm. once you're in the game and you have your seat, you don't want to lose it. Right. And see, that becomes the power. That's how, to me, it starts, mm-hmm. is you finally win. And then it's like, all right, now I have the power, and I don't want to give it up. And right. then, of course, to keep it, what do you need? Money. Money. Yeah. And so that's what happens. Not saying that, like, AOC's all of a sudden, you know, going to change all her values or something to win elections or anything. But, you know, like those type of people, you know, I don't believe that Joe Biden, when he got into politics, you know, back long time ago was like you know thinking about all the money he could make for his family or or whatever or lindsey graham or whoever but through the process of years on capitol hill and everywhere it's like anything else living in this bubble where you're not really in the same kind of society that america is. right i mean when your health care is all completely covered for and all this other stuff you're in it to make money right like anything else you see on that video that trump said that regeneron was going to be available for free for everybody Look at this. We got socialized medicine finally coming from the right. Uh, yeah. I, to be honest, I was laughing. When I, I watched the whole video of him speaking, and yeah. I could not stop laughing during a few moments of it. And <laughs> that was one when he's saying just stuff like that. Because, you know, it's just like, okay, so you're going to somehow force insurance companies to pay for that one. What? When, they, when their clients decide they want Regeneron? Like, I don't know what he's thinking. You know, he I mean, says, I'm pretty sure he is thinking anything he can do to try to get reelected to president. Yeah, right. I mean obviously those sort of Which things... I guess technically is his job right now, but right. like it I is. mean, I don't know, like you kind of like 
that shouldn't be allowed to just lie to people if you're not going to actually do that. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to see what he does and what they have with this Regeneron. I mean... For me, a term of... You know, here's the thing, like, because, like, I'm sure, like, this conversation is leading to, like, um, strict term limits, like, that I think we both agree on. But then also, I mean, I don't know if you agree on that, actually. I mean, I guess define strict term limits, but I am not opposed to term limits. Like, I mean, I think for the Supreme Court, it should be not for life. That sounds crazy. Um, uh, um, maybe for, you know, because it's hard. It's hard to think. Like, um, you know, let's. From one of my fears is if Trump gets reelected, um, okay. how crazy he can go when he knows he can't win again. Which I do think that if Trump gets reelected, he'll find a way to try to get reelected again for a third time. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Not going to happen, but okay. Yeah, well, you guys told me that about a lot of things that have happened. <laughs> like, our society is, is built not. Do you really think. Who would support him? You think like he would rally the military I know, somehow? I, I know uh, Mike. To, Mike, I think if the, you guys remain in control of the Senate and mm-hmm. somehow flip the House back, you guys can really do whatever you want. No, um, and you guys could, like, Mike Huckabee's already come out there and said, like, he should get another term for how much the media has screwed him in this. Oh, term, well, yeah. Which I is mean, like, what? Okay. I mean. The media is just doing their job, which is to make money. That's why the media yeah, has done I mean, everything. Right. I mean. Like, I you want to stop that fucking, make some fucking regulations with the what you can call a fucking news company. Yeah, I mean, that's, we don't like to do too much to business. And, I mean, he did a little bit when he threatened Twitter and those other place companies. They, didn't he? Private businesses. He just, he, doesn't he just, like, had a tweet recently saying repeal section 203 or whatever it is, where it's like you can't lie on social media. He just did a tweet like that, which is something I agree with. I'm like, this is going to fuck you. I don't know if you understand or if you're just raging out on steroids from getting your... <laughs> oh, that, that is great, too. I saw Pelosi <laughs> saying it's the steroids that made him... You ever been on steroids? No, not really. I have for Poison Ivy a couple times, I, I and say- the gr- the greatness that I felt while I was on them was like, I did feel like a superhuman for a little bit. Did like- you see? I had them for Poison Oak once. It was probably about mm. five years ago. Yeah, it's about when I had mine, and, and I just was like, "Damn, I, I feel have, fucking like yeah, I, I didn't feel have any." Feel did you get a shot or did you? No, I took see, pills. I, oh, see, I have I had steroid cream. See, and I don't think that does it the no, same. No, it doesn't get right into so, your. So right, it's not like I mean, so, a shot would probably be the best because right, it's right into your bloodstream. Pills but, probably a little yeah. bit better because it's into your digestive so, uh, fluids. Yeah, but cream is just like soaking in through your skin. Yeah, so I didn't have any great great Hulk mm-hmm. moments, but. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I think he's, I th- don't think we'll have problems with him if he gets reelected as far as him trying to keep power. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. How, what he could do with the Supreme Court and other things could cause problems for years to come, depending what side you're on. Yeah, well, I mean, for sure. I like at the, I think the Republicans just re-upped on their platform where they're anti-gay marriage and want to repeal it. Yeah, see, those are the talking points as Republicans we need to run away from. But we just well, have they're stubborn... not even talking points. It's just moral. I mean, I guess they, I guess they are talking points. If they're, that's gonna, if you guys think that's ta- gonna get you votes, they're, I don't know if you ta- guys actually believe in that stuff. See, that, see, well, no, see, that's the difference. Well, not the difference because Democrats say crazy things they believe in too. Mm-hmm. But we have far right crazies on our side too. I mean, you who, got you got some QAnon people going up for election, which yeah. is. And those people, so ridiculous. And those people, you know, 
mean what they say and believe what they say, even though we should be so far away from that. You know, mm-hmm. the idea of, you know, repealing gay marriage, like we're, you just mentioned, not going to, A, not going to win you elections. B, is not the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would reverse the order of A and B, but. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> you, it, it, you know what I mean, though. Yeah. But, you know. The, the whole point is, I mean, the person who said that truly believes that. I'm sure there's some, you know, as we would you'd say, Bible-thumping person who, you know, they believe that gay marriage is wrong, and so yeah. they don't want to be in a state or wherever they're at that they should have that. It's kind of like the abortion thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Roe v. Wade, you know, the whole everyone wants to know where she's going to be on Roe v. Wade. See, that should be a non-talking point for Republicans, too, right. even if you don't believe in abortion. I mean, I personally don't mm-hmm. really believe in abortion. Right. I'm pretty sure Donald Trump was treated with uh, some experimental drugs that required the fetal cells of uh, aborted babies. But now (laughs) what I will say is, you know, I even though I personally don't believe in it, I don't think we should it should be outlawed either. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, you know, it's it's a separation that like a separation of church and state is like something that feels like it should be more into this society than it is because I don't think it really is. It, it is and it isn't. It you just have a bunch of atheists running this country. Uh, I, I see. I don't if you know. Can't, that, that, if you want true separation of church and state, then have no religious people running this country. Probably work a lot better. I don't. I don't know if I'd agree with that statement, <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's just like anything else. You know, you, we we get ourselves twisted and turned in these thoughts, and it's just Christians, and obviously the Christian church and Christian faith has a lot of backing in our society, and they tend to lean right so mm-hmm. you know they make these statements that they believe but and they can win be a republican out in wyoming and somehow win mm-hmm. but you know for national elections yeah, it hurts and you us. know what i mean i don't you might not agree with this but like the christian church and whatnot like what 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 fucking flows that it's not i don't think it's just faith i think it's money like with everything else in society like they're <laughs> they recruit people based on outrage over what other people are doing more than the good word of the Bible or so, so whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it, 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 it's always a slippery slope, I guess you like could say. Like mega churches are well, there just to make money. Well, see, yeah, but see, you know, where I go to church, you know, being a, mm-hmm. a Lutheran, I mean, my church, is, I'm on the very conservative side if you want to go like church stuff. Like, you know, you come to my church only if you're a confirmed member of our church or a yeah. church within our group, basically. Mm-hmm. Can you have communion? You know, all those sort of things, you know, you what you can take part of in the service is yeah. based on your, you know, whereas these mega churches, Joel Olstein or Austin, whatever the guy's name is, you know, yeah. those guys are all in it to make money. You right. know, and they have big bit followings. You know, people and like stuff. my where like uh, my mom goes to church. Like she goes to Northridge, which right. And, yeah. and oh I've, yeah, that's and, a mega church. And I've in been, my opinion, I, I agree. I've, I've been to their Christmas show with my mom to watch them do that. And I'm like watching this production. They have synthetic guys. They have like, camels coming out there to the like recreation yeah. of Christ. And I'm like, mom, do you realize this production probably costs like at least a million dollars? Like, yeah, and, <laughs> right. And of course. And I, I don't know what they believe there. See, that's part of my thing is, you know, it's just, you oh, know. I think they every, just, they, just they believe in the Bible and they're very accepting of everyone. And I think that's a telltale sign of that this is, a money. they don't really know what they believe. Right, exactly. They just want everyone, they want right. more people. Right, they want more people, which is why it's a mega church. Which, see, mm-hmm. whereas my church is, we're not like right. that. And yeah. so, 
It's you're, just you're, different. Like your church, I mean, you're clearly not a mega church. Like, like I know there's the um, uh, debate of like whether churches should be taxed. Like, oh, yeah. I'm okay with it not being taxed as a church like yours. Like, okay, I go, I'll, I'll make this comment. But mega churches, like that are in it, like I mean, they can say they're not, but like you can tell they're just in this for the money. It, the, the people at the very top of it are just like having private jets and shit. Like, I know, but you might need you might need to tax that shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, but it's easy that, but you know. You can say their charity work and whatever they do, and obviously they misspend their money, so their people have private jets and twenty cars. But you know, it's just—I think it's a slippery slope. That then you get into, you know, what do you define as that you shouldn't tax? You know, do we tax the Red Cross or these other charity groups that mismanage their money that we see yeah. all the time? I, I, you know, like you donate money to the Salvation Army or Red Cross or one of or them. Or breast cancer like causes with the NFL, like that doesn't do anything well you they say you know you give Susan a dollar like, right you give a dollar or whatever and they own only like you know 18 cents that she goes to the cause right everything else goes to the organization it's like well maybe we should be taxing them too but it's i think that's a slippery slope you get into because unless you're you know bill gates and i guess even though i don't really like him now with his whole COVID situation but if you want to give out a lot of money like he does you know you got to find people with a good heart and there ain't a lot of them in America, believe it or not, Nick. You may want to believe that. I. But they do it for tax write-offs. They donate money. All those sort of reasons. I'm not saying I would do. Well, no, I, 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 I am saying I would do different with that much money. But like, I'm not saying I would do that amount of money if I was like raised into that kind of like. Most of the people that are super rich in this country come from wealth. Yeah. Like you know, like I think the people that are like self-made, like truly self-made, like mm-hmm. the opposite of Donald Trump. Like, um, you know, like they might like have, they might have, he didn't have anything. Maybe. I, <laughs> I don't know. But like he is, it, yeah, well, yeah, well, this doesn't, doesn't mean it's like, um, it's just, I guess it, no, if, I if know you're self-made, saying. you're more likely to have I'm kidding. more morals. It was a joke. He doesn't have morals, Nick. You know that. <laughs> yeah. I saw, I saw a video on Twitter of him today, um, like testing out these fucking, uh, like you grab into these or they wear these gloves and you could like do this and like do this and then like this giant robotic gloves would mimic him exactly like oh shit okay he can really take over the world if they turn this into a giant like fucking um uh like what are those things called from pacific rim like, oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> the like the, the, yeah the giant rock and sock and robots like oh just really just god. comes in stomping all of us like <laughs> which i know is a far-fetched idea but like you know the there's a there's a problem with this, and this is why I always lead back to, and I know it's flawed, but I'd like to think of it as a reset of just going to straight anarchy and just trying to make this all community based for a minute, and until we figure out a way to not okay. let the let money, because unless we're gonna unless we're okay with money always ruling everything, mm-hmm. there's no way there's not a better solution, and we need to pu- push a reset on that to reaffirm our values that we can as a community because all communities are different figure this out better than people fucking living thousands of miles away from us and making all these rules for us like i don't know that's just (laughs) i just uh i i've been opening my mind more towards that so to like community-based living basically kind of i i think i don't know i'm still work i'm still working it out all right (laughs) but we're we're at the end of this well, Nick, thanks for having me on for a third time. Thank you for being on, Joe. Um, uh, 
I don't know if you have any social media, really. <laughs> Just Facebook, Nick. You know me. I stay off all that Instagram, Snapchat stuff. There's so much more I wanted to get to, but uh, we got stuck in conversation. That always makes the best podcast. Joe, is there anything you want to randomly promote that isn't on an evil of Republican agenda? <laughs> Just kidding. He, you can promote it if you want. No, that's okay, Nick. <laughs> we'll, uh, see, you can have me on uh, after the election, and we'll see uh, which way the world's going to turn. Yeah, I'll have you on in December when the election is truly over after the mail-in ballots are counted. <laughs> Which is something I wanted to get to. I forgot to. That's right. Those <laughs> fake ballots. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening, everybody. You can find me on Instagram and uh, Twitter at Nick Wigella. Find us on Facebook at Split Six. Find us anywhere you can get your podcast at Split Six. Um, thank you for splitting six with us. And remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. We'll be back next week, everybody. I love you all. Bye.